Well, hello, brothers and sisters. I am Daniel Morgan of Go Ye Harvest Outreach Ministries. Today is the day the Lord has made. Come on, let us rejoice and be glad in it. You know, brothers and sisters, as we always say, we can rejoice and be glad in today because our God is still in control. Nothing that comes in life, troubles, trials, tribulations, they don't surprise God when they come into our lives. And brothers and sisters, I just want to encourage you that whatever you may be enduring, just trust in God. Hold on to his unchanging hand and know that our God, as his word says, he is our provider. He is our protector. He is our rock. He is our fortress. He is a mighty foundation for us to stand upon. So let's trust in his word. Let's fear not, regardless, regardless of what is going on in our lives. Let's remember that faith and fear cannot coexist. Okay, brothers and sisters? So once again, thank you very much for taking time to follow us. Whether you're follow, following us on Instagram at our website, goyouharvestoutreach.com, whether you're following us on YouTube or the podcast, I just want to say thank you for following us. And it is our prayer that these recordings, these repostings, uh, these postings, or of some benefit to you and your walk with Christ. Part of our mission statement is to encourage the believers, to strengthen the believers as, as we walk uh, in this life that God has called us to through his son, Jesus Christ. And if you are a, a first-time viewer, thank you. And if you do not know the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior, I want to encourage you to get to know him. If you don't know much about Jesus and you want to get to know much more about him and our Father God, then I certainly invite you to browse through our library of the postings, and there you will find recordings that we have on God, on Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, and so many other topics. You can also join us on Tuesdays and Tuesday mornings from 1130 to 1230, or on Thursday evenings from 8 to 9 as we walk through the book of John. The Gospel of John has so much to say about basic topics, particularly who is God, who is Jesus, who is the Holy Spirit. How do we live our lives uh, in righteousness? How do we fast? How do we pray? If you're interested in studying and getting to know more about those, then I invite you to join us in our Bible studies. So brothers and sisters, this is the third of nine recordings on the fruits of the Spirit which are given to us by the Apostle Paul in Galatians chapter 5, verses 20 through, uh, 22 and 23, and you know them well. Love, joy, peace, forbearance, which means to have patience or tolerance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Paul tells us that against these things, brothers and sisters, there is no law. Also, as you may recall from my previous uh, first two recordings, we said that the Holy Spirit gives us these fruits so that we can live by the Spirit, so that we can walk in the Spirit. You know, brothers and sisters, living and walking in the Spirit means to live our lives in holiness and sanctification. Oh, really, you say? Really? Holiness and sanctification? Yes, brothers and sisters. If you have your Bible, go over there to uh, Hebrews chapter 12. I believe it's verse 14, and you will find where it says to follow peace with all men for holiness without no man shall see the Lord. And then, brothers and sisters, I want you to go over there to first Peter chapter one, uh, verse 15, where it says, 
Just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, be holy because I am holy. And brothers, regarding uh, sanctification, uh, what does uh, the Apostle Paul tells us over in 2 Thessalon uh, Thessalonians chapter uh, 2? Paul says in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3, But we ought always to thank God for you, brothers and sisters, loved by the Lord, because God chose you as first fruit to be saved through the sanctifying work of the Spirit and through belief in the truth. And then also, brothers and sisters, let's not forget what the Word tells us over in 1 Corinthians, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 11. And it says there, and that, and that is what some of you were, but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of God. And then lastly, brother, we certainly cannot leave out what uh, we're told in John uh, chapter 17, verse 17, where it says, sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. Amen. So brothers and sisters, as you may recall, also in our previous and first recording on the fruits of the spirit, we covered what the fruits are. We talked about love. And what is love? We said that God demonstrated his love for us. Chapter 5 of Romans, verse 8, puts it this way. That God demonstrated his love for us and that while we were still sinners, while we were still sinners, brothers and sisters, Christ died for us. And then you know this famous one uh, that many people can quote, John three sixteen, And it tells us, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Brothers and sisters, if you have your Bibles, I also want you to go over there and read uh, in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 through 7, to see what the Apostle Paul says. The Holy Spirit, under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, tells us what love is. That's a beautiful uh, scripture about what is love. And brothers and sisters, if we can live our lives and the way that Paul lays it out there in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, then what a, what a wonderful, what a wonderful uh, body of Christ we will have. Okay, so brothers, that was love. And then we also talked about joy. So, so what is joy? Uh, 1 Peter chapter 1 verses 8 through 9 says that we get joy unspeakable. We are told that though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. For you are receiving the end results of your faith, the salvation of your souls. And then, brothers, I also want to just say about joy. We are told in Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 10, the joy of the Lord is my strength. And then one more, you know this one pretty well. So it comes from Psalms 30, verse 5. Joy comes in the morning. You know, weeping may endure for the night, but joy, the joy of the Lord, which is our salvation, it comes in the morning. And then, brothers, Jesus himself said in John chapter uh, 16, verse 24, until now you have not asked for anything in my name. 
ask and you will receive and your joy will be complete. Well, okay, brothers and sisters, now that we've got that brief overview, we can now turn to the fruit of the spirit of peace. You know, at some point in our lives, we're all going to face circumstances that are unsettling, that takes us out of our comfort zone. In life, as I said before, we're going to have the trials. We're going to have the tribulations. We're going to have headaches, brothers and sisters. We're going to have heartaches. But whatever faces, but whatever life brings us, whatever big decision is in your life, whatever tough conversation you've got to have with a friend, or whatever the results are from your doctor, know, brothers and sisters, that God gives us peace. God gives us peace. And he comforts us to see us through all of these situations. I'm just reminded of a situation regarding a very, very dear, dear, uh, uh, close relative of mine through marriage. And the situation that this individual is, is going through, it just breaks the heart. But what I'm encouraged about now, and I tell her all the time, I'm just at the call, you sunshine, because she says to me, baby, I, I, don't, I can't worry about it. God is in control. That tells me, uh, and I believe, that she has God in her, his spirit, such that she take peace and relax in God. Okay? Our God is faithful, and he has given us many, many scriptures about his faithfulness and his peace regarding how he will sustain us, brothers and sisters. But you know, in order to have this peace of God, we must surrender we must surrender our worries, our anxieties, and all those things that perplex us. We must surrender them to him, and then we must trust in him. Because, we, you know, the word says when you come to God and, and you're not believing and having faith, you're a double-minded person. So when you come to God, you ask for the peace of God in your life, surrender. Surrender to God so that he can then take your worries and your anxieties and deal with them. I believe that when you have those moments in your life, when you're just faced with perplexities, anxieties, and other things, just find a quiet place. Find a quiet place and pray to God the Father in the name of Jesus. Okay? Brothers and sisters, I can recall uh, over these past 12 months how I have been confronted with a number of times when these, the, the anxieties of life could seem to be overwhelming. Decisions that needed to be made. Trust, trying to ensure that I had trust in God about so many things that were going on as my wife and I transitioned uh, from my being uh, fully employed with the federal government and just taking an early retirement uh, from that job and just trusting God and walking out in faith. There were a number of times when I would just be perplexed. But finally, I began to just really pay attention to the scriptures. All these scriptures that I am familiar with and know about, I began to just pay attention to those scriptures and apply them to my life. And brothers and sisters, I can tell you, thanks be to God, to God be the glory, that in these last four or five months or so, that I began to apply these, I began to apply these scriptures to my own life. I've had the peace that surpasses understanding. That the, the peace that our Lord Jesus gives us. It doesn't mean that we go into a enchilada, as they would say in, in Arabic or amongst the uh, Muslim brothers, 
You know, I spent a lot of time overseas in, in Afghanistan and Kuwait and other places. And enchilada simply means whatever. God's will, you know. You don't get excited about it. You just go alone. That's not what I'm talking about. You still have hope. You still have uh, desires. You just simply turn it over to Jesus and let him deal with it. So, brothers and sisters, if you have your Bibles, I want you to follow along with, with me in Scripture because we're going to look at a number of Scriptures that talk about the peace of God as given to us in Scripture. So let's just begin with James chapter 3, verse 18. And it says, And a harvest of righteousness is sown as peace by those who make peace. So brothers and sisters, that scripture is pretty straightforward. If you make peace, you will reap a harvest of righteousness of peace. Straightforward, pretty simple. Sow peace, you will reap peace. Jesus said, you will reap what you sow. And then look at John chapter 14, verse 27. And this is one that I just love so dearly. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world give do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. This is Jesus. My peace I give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world give it, but my peace. And I just love that scripture. Again, that's John chapter 14, verse 27. And then here's another one that uh, you Bible students know very well. And, and uh, many of you who are not necessarily Bible students, you've heard it. Uh, as Philippians 4, 7, which says, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. We're talking about peace, brothers and sisters. We're talking about the peace that our Lord promised us in Scripture. Okay? So let's look at John chapter 16, verse 23, and, and see what uh, the Lord says. And here's what he says. I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulations, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Jesus says, in me, in him, we will have peace. Jesus says, there are going to be trials. He said there are going to be tribulations, but along with tribulations, we know there come trials and troubles. We're going to have these things in our lives. When Jesus prayed for his disciples in the Garden of Gethsemane, he prayed, Father, I do not pray that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them. The same thing applies to us. Jesus says, I have come over. Jesus says, I have overcome the world. And because Jesus has overcome the world, we can rest and abide in his peace. And then Colossians chapter 3, verse 15, you know this, many of you. It says, let the peace of God rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace and will to be thankful. Okay, brothers and sisters, we'll let the peace of Christ rule in our lives. If we take the problem, we take the situation, and we run with it, and we allow ourselves to get all wrapped up, we're not enjoying the peace. We're not letting peace rule in our hearts and in our lives. Again, when you're overcome by situations and troubles, when you're faced with major decisions that may cause you to have anxiety and perplexity in your life, find that quiet spot. If you have a prayer room, go to your prayer room. If you have a favorite place in your house where you like to go to pray and talk to the Father, go there. 
If you have no favorite place, just find a quiet place. Just find a quiet place. If you have no favorite place, no quiet space that you go to all the time, just find a quiet place wherever you can and turn it over to Jesus. Talk to the Father. You know, brothers and sisters, I remind of First Peter, uh, chapter five, verse seven, that says, "Cast all your anxieties on Him, because He cares for you." Our Lord God, our Father God. His son, Jesus, care for us. So brothers and sisters, with these kind of scriptures that we have that speak to us about the peace of God and the peace that our Lord Jesus gives us, why in the world do we allow ourselves to become overcome? I was guilty. I was guilty and I've known God all of my life for all for as long as I can remember. So we'll say 55 years since I was five years old because I think I, we used to play church when I was little and I can remember uh, back to being five and six years old, playing church and trying to be the little pastor. So I know for, I, I've known God about God for all those years. And so it wasn't though until recently that I really began to just humble myself and be committed to the ways of God and the words of God and to want to live my life in ways that is pleasing to him and holiness and sanctification. But we can't do that on our own, brothers and sisters. It takes the Holy Spirit that gives us the gifts of the Spirit that we'll talk about later. But right now, it's the fruits of the Spirit that helps us to live our lives in ways that are pleasing and acceptable to God. So let's look at a couple of the Old Testament scriptures that also talks about peace, the peace of God. If you got your Bible again, go to Isaiah 26, uh, verse 3. And it says there, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. God said in the Old Testament to the Hebrews, to the Jewish people, perfect peace. He will keep perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in God. Brothers and sisters, you got to trust. You got to surrender. I know sometimes if you're not used to doing it, it may be a little difficult, but you just got to surrender. You got to let it go. And then Isaiah 26 uh, goes on to say in um, chapter 12, I'm sorry, Isaiah 26 goes on to say, Lord, you established peace for us. All that we have accomplished, you have done for us. It is God who give us peace. It is God who makes the way for us. It is God who opened doors for us. It is God who turned no's into yes when someone tells you no. It is God who gives you those things. You know, I'm reminded of the scripture that says, uh, I think it's over in the, the book of uh, Deuteronomy, where, where God is speaking through Moses and says, the day will come when you may say to yourself, by my hands and by my might, I have acquired all this wealth. But but God says through Moses, no, it is I who gave you strength to acquire what you have. All right, brothers and sisters, you, you can tell I'm getting a little excited about this right now. So then let's go to Proverbs, Proverbs uh, chapter 16, verse 7, that says, When a man's ways pleases the Lord, he makes his enemies at peace with him. When our ways pleases God, he can turn those things around. Whatever is going on in your workplace, whatever is going on in your life, whatever may be coming against you because of someone else that is not right. The word of God says, when your ways please God, he will turn your enemies 
around so that you're at peace with them. And then, brothers, I really like how Proverbs uh, 12.20 says how it points us back to joy. You know, we talked about joy. And here we go. It says, but those who promote peace have joy. Brothers and sisters, Jesus is our mighty God who is our Prince of Peace. Look at what Isaiah says. Isaiah over in chapter 9, verse 6. Isaiah tells us, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Jesus is our Prince of Peace. Jesus is our mighty God. And then, brothers and sisters, I want to close. I want to close by reading from John chapter 16, verse 23. And here's what Jesus, who is mighty God, Prince of Peace, says. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. I read this to you earlier. I just want to read that again to you. And then, brothers, John chapter 14, 27 goes on to say, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not be afraid. So, brothers and sisters, I hope that this, this recording, this teaching on the fruit of the Spirit, of peace gives you some consolation, gives you some comfort, and that you will allow these words, these scriptures that I have read to you and shared with you to begin to just take root in your heart so that as you live your life as a child of God, you can truly enjoy this fruit that he has given us of peace. Let us pray. Everlasting God, our Father who art in heaven, who has given us the scriptures so that we, Father God, can be encouraged by what you have to say. Father God, I pray that these words that I have spoken, Father God, that your scripture that I have read and talked about, I pray, Father God, that they will take root. I pray, Father God, that your people, even in this times of trials and tribulations and troubles that are brought on, Father God, by the COVID-19 or whatever else may be gone, or whatever else that may be going on in the lives of your people, that, Father God, you would give them your peace. As your son Jesus says, my peace I give unto you, not as the world give it, but my peace I give unto you, for I have overcome the world. Father God, we thank you and we love you. For it is in your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, brothers and sisters, know that God loves you and we love you. And though we love you, as we love to say, God loves you more. Be blessed. Peace and blessings in abundance. Have a great week.